without boarding pass Couldn't catch me, I'd be moving fast Call me a shooting star Let know who you are Flying up in a bar Wish on a star Time to show them who's in charge Call me a shooting star This is your boy, DJ Barbecue, for another episode of BTC Uncut Live, powered by KBAC.rocks, KBACRadio.com, the way rock radio should be. Uh, once again, we have a special guest, which that special guest would be John. John, welcome back to the show. It's good to be back, man. So we started off... Um, talking about the Portland uh, Territory, and then we ended with the Portland Territory and a couple little questions. Um, why don't you uh, tell us a little bit also about um, another territory, but first we'll start off. Tell a little about your production company and how that affiliates with professional wrestling and also how it affiliates with uh, Behind the Curtain BTC. All right, so um, I have my own little production company that I call JMP Productions. JMP is my, um, I, I started this thing, uh, probably about, you know, it, it really, man, time flies. It doesn't seem like it's been that long, but, um, I was, uh, living in Los Angeles and, um, I went to Los Angeles for, um, a few different reasons, but one of the reasons was I, um, wanted to, uh, go to film school. I, I did, but I ended up not completing it, but that's neither here nor there. That's another story for another time. Um, but while I was in film school, I um, also became a member of another wrestling group, which I'm not going to bother uh, mentioning the name of or anything just because it's a little bit irrelevant. But um, anyways, um, this wrestling group essentially gave me carte blanche to, like, um, you know, just be creative, and uh, I don't know where I uh, where I decided, or I don't know how or when I decided to like, hey, um, I'm gonna make like you know logos for you guys. I'm gonna like you know design your cover your cover photo, um, and it, and it kind of evolved from there. Um, I, I made one little logo for them. They loved it. Um, I um, then the next thing I did was I made a. Uh, a uh, parody version of the classic uh, Joe Jusco uh, 1992 Royal Rumble poster. Uh, I, if you know what I'm talking about, like the right. comic book yep. poster, yep. where they're all walking down the alley. Mm-hmm. Um, that's perhaps my favorite professional wrestling poster, like uh, or like advertisement of all time. I mean, I think that is just like the most classic thing. Like, like that's probably like one of my favorite wrestling images in the world. Is that is that painting or is that drawing? Um, but uh, so I made a parody version of that for this group that I was in, which I actually a few months back, I did the same exact thing for BTC. Um, I, I kind of revisited that, that original project and I did a, I did a 
BTC uh, version of the Joe Jusco Royal Rumble uh, variant. And but anyways, um, it sort of evolved from making logos and designs into into um, video production. And with video production, um, I I knew I wanted to do a podcast because um, there was a few guys in our group that was doing like um, the podcast thing, sort of like what what, what you're doing here, and. Um, I really, really wanted mine to be. Um, I, I wanted there to be video to mine. I just, I couldn't imagine myself. I, I, I was talking to you about this off the air, but I, I don't, I don't find myself to be the greatest talker. I like, I'm, I feel like I'm probably pretty harsh on myself. Probably more harsh than I need to be. But that being said, um, I just wanted to include a visual aspect to what I was doing. So I, I basically wanted to create a video podcast, and. What came out of that eventually was a was a um, sort of a web series that was designed for this Facebook group, and it was a it was a show that I did, uh, and the show was called Getting Color Play by Play. Um, okay. It was it was essentially a show where um, I would do episodes um, where of where I would do commentary on matches. Like each episode would be a specific match from a. Um, no particular time period or anything, just like you know, a match of uh, that is noteworthy. Where and then I would go in, usually with a guest host from which would be another member of the group, and I would have them do commentary with me. And um, I would usually be the play-by-play guy, and I would have them be the color guy. Um, and it's a lot harder than it seems, let me tell you. Um, especially when you have. Um, um, I'm trying to find a nice way to say this, especially when you have like members that are really eager to do it, and they just um, color commentary and and play by play for that matter is pretty demanding. Um, and, and until you are faced with doing it, um, maybe it, it's kind of hard to realize how hard, how difficult it actually is. You know, um, I mean, there like I didn't, I, I myself like when I first started doing it, I like if. I still have a few of my um, outtakes um, of my first few episodes, and like man, like I just I, I, green doesn't even begin to describe how I was. Um, now, th- but, there's a there is a difference between the actual being an announcer and the color commentary, correct? Absolutely. Um, so usually, um, for the most part, now I'm just. I'm talking strictly about a two-man play, uh, a two-man commentary format, and a two-man commentary format. Let's just take, for example, like Bobby Heenan and Gorilla Monsoon, or Jim Ross and Jerry Lawler. Right? Mm-hmm. You would normally have a play. One guy does play-by-play, which play-by-play would be like calling the action in the ring. Um, it's kind of weird because not to go, not to drift off topic, but it's like Vince McMahon doesn't even allow you to like call the names of wrestling moves anymore. I don't know if you've ever seen that like um, list of uh, of like no no phrases that Vince McMahon made for the commentators. Yeah, um, there's a there's a list of about that out there. And then there's also a list that radio personalities <laughs> get that they can't uh, that, uh, that yeah. involves questions that they can't actually ask the talent. Like you can't say belt, you have to call it a title. You can't say hospital, you have to say medical center. Uh, you can't say um, let me think of another one. Uh, you can't say wrestling, which is fucking ridiculous. Um, 
anyways, that's 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 kind of another gripe for another time. But anyways, the call the that point the I'm Kevin to... Dunn effect, where yeah, or experience or whatever. You know, he has to be all sports entertainment. Mm-hmm. But... I it's like they think that that's what they need to do to be mainstream or something, and it's bullshit. But anyways, like so, you have a play by play guy. And the play-by-play guy will generally just call the action that you're seeing in the ring, like the moves, like the just what you're seeing, right? And the color commentator will then um, provide insight into the background of the match or the background of the people involved in the match, um, and, and, and so on and so forth. So, I mean, you kind of get the idea. It's a pretty simple format. It works really well when it's done correctly. Um, now... This is uh when on my show it was definitely trial by fire, and but unfortunately in my experience with the group that I was in and there's a reason why I'm not mentioning the name of the group, and um the reason is is because <clears throat> it it just this group like it started out as a really good thing for me but it kind of lost its luster after a while and um. Things just started happening where people became less and less interested to the point where um, the last few episodes that I did, I did solo, um, where I actually had to prepare myself for recording the episodes by watching ECW uh, tapes and and listening to Joey Styles do commentary solo, and that's that's even more difficult than having a announce partner, especially an announce partner that you've never worked with before. Because so many times I'd have a guest host where it was like another member of the group who I've never heard, I've never actually talked to them like voice to voice before. I've only like talked to them through like like Facebook Messenger, and um, so I like you know I wouldn't hear their voice until it it came time to record, and then like you know. You have guys who kind of like, I guess, to, to to use a wrestling term, they would try to go into business for themselves, you know? Right. Which is never okay. I mean, like, you know. It's always I, uh, the, the, the bad thing to do. You never want to do that or have anybody do that. Definitely not. Um, but that being said, I, I kind of stopped making the show after a while just because um, the – it just it lost interest and the group didn't really care to um and didn't really like seem to like really be interested in it anymore and then to, on top of that one day just without my knowledge or without my consent which by the way I was also an admin of this group but uh they um one day the admins just decided without me to um change the name of the group which that was like that was kind of the day I kind of like just stopped being a part of it because I I spent so much time making making all these logos like making all these different designs all based around the name of that group. Now and... I want to chime in real quick though for those that don't understand what logos he's talking about he has logos that he's made for uh, BTC and we have a merch store um it's there's a link on uh BTC wrestling com that's capital B T C capital W lowercase R E S T L I N G uh, capital C O M. That's the Twitter account, so you can go ahead and follow us on Twitter. There's a click the link in the description, and you can see the merch store, which has your T-shirts, your tank tops, your sweaters, all your merch needs right in one spot. And he 
uh, John here has designed that and through his production company. Now, with with your designs that you're talking about, where did where's your influence come from to, uh, you know, mix these all in within the professional wrestling world? Um, I'd say just like it. I've always been as a fan, like you know. In the last episode, I talked about like how um, I kind of grew up with like the wrestling business always being there. Like I can't ever remember a time in my life where there wasn't wrestling at in, in some form or another. And I've had right. periods, and I've also had periods in my life where I've definitely like fell out of wrestling. I've even in, I've even like consciously given wrestling a, a break in, 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 during periods of time just because I couldn't. I, I just I just lost interest you know and another thing that a lot of people in the group don't know about me is that um i'm a musician um i've been a musician for uh i've been in several bands i played music for like over 20 years um i've, I've been in touring bands um I've, I've released albums i've done all this stuff and um that and that plays a part into it too um but i'd say that like you know one of the things about that I've always loved about watching wrestling and really like live sports for that for that matter like or like just live broadcast I don't I don't know there's something about live television that has always fascinated me I can't pinpoint exactly what that is I know that just saying something about live television I know that's a really like broad statement but I that's that's kind of like that's as broad that's as narrow as I can get it to be there's something just about a live television broadcast that just I love. Well, that's all the time that we have. I appreciate you coming by, and I hope everybody has a good night. Looking at a shooting star. Got more than a couple of people going mad. I swear they're rooting hard. <laughs>